Mr. Mr. Longmind, Mr. Never Forgets Nothing guy. That's who you're talking about? Yeah. Mr. Short-Term Memory. <laughs> what were we talking about? <laughs> it's 9.07. Saturday, November the 16th, 2019. I'm Bill. I'm Diane. It's the Bill and Diane Show. <laughs> Episode, don't even ask. Don't even ask. Where have we been? It's been like a month. We've been on hiatus. Have we been on hiatus? Yeah, it certainly wasn't low-atus. <laughs> I can tell you that right now. Lots of stuff has happened. Where do we begin to tell the story of how great a love can be? I got myself a cup of coffee here, and I'm going to take me a sip. <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah, ham and eggs. Now I've got that in my head. Oh, no. Got to put something else there. Don't worry. We, we got something coming. Rescue is on its way. Trust me. This is the Bill and Diane show after all. We will definitely be ending with a song better than that one. <laughs> it's part of what we do here, Diane. It's part of what we do. Well, how did, how did it all slip away from us, Diane? How did it all slip away? Well, there was, first of all, there was the La Push trip. Yeah. Which we may have talked about on a previous show. That well, it was I'm coming. sure we said it was going to be coming. But I don't know that we ever, you know, we don't really notify people when we're going to be not having a show. I'm not sure that that's okay, Diane. Because I know that there's people who structure their entire weeks. <laughs> really? Around, no. <laughs> okay. All right. So there was the, the trip to La Push. So we were gone that Saturday. And that was definitely a good time. You know what I noticed about La Push this year is I am getting less and less interested in recording things by photography or I I just... I think the first, because the reason that I think that is because the first trip we went out there was such an amazing, colorful, and you took so many great photos on that first trip. I haven't seen anything yet that beats that. It's interesting to me that the fall colors right here on our block in Shoreline have been more spectacular this year than anything we saw driving out to the coast. Oh, man. And they, but, but nonetheless. Nonetheless, it was absolutely it was gorgeous so out there. It was so gorgeous. But I don't think it's that because there are always gorgeous times uh, to take photos of. I think I'm just, because we've taken so many photos out yeah. there, it has to be pretty much to top one of those photos that I take photos and the thing that's so nice about that is it lets me just totally indulge myself in the relaxation and just being at one with the the scene and not really um, worrying about anything yeah the only my only responsibility in our fall trip to La Bush is finding a new pocket rock which you did. Which I did. Although and the it, one that you just got rid of, man, that was... That was a good one. Wow. But, you know, there's, you know, it's like the older I get, the more I'm thinking, well, it's not so much. If I find a really pretty rock that works as a pocket rock, I'll always go for that. But it's more about the feel of it these days. And I feel yeah, like but that one, other one had both the beauty a, and the feel. It had a good feel, but it was, I always thought it was just just a tiny bit too small. I see. That's why I like this year's rock better because it's got, it just has a nice, 
sense of a pocket. You can, it, you know exactly where in your hand that it fits, and it works on either hand. And it also has little thumb groove. Yeah, it's got a great, feel. it's got a great thumb groove. It's even got little, a little notch on the back, for finger gripping, and that that works on either hand. So, anyway, very cool. Yeah, so that was we had that, and that we came back on Wednesday. I, I do want to make oh. one more comment about the La Push trip. Okay. I think that the most wonderful thing about those trips for me is having the the abundant time for us to talk in depth about things. I mean, as you could tell everyone, we talk a lot. But there's something about having a lot of time that you can just talk about things that are really stewing in you. And I think that um, that is something that couples really need is to have the time to to be and the time and willingness to share openly about what's going on with them yeah agreed so anyway and now we trundle on we trundle onward uh on the calendaric pardon me i'm having a drink of coffee uh, recollection of uh, uh what has been missing you boy um, that's good coffee. We got back on Wednesday, and that's then I worked on Thursday and Friday, and Saturday was the album release show at the Antique Sandwich Company. The joint if there was a, release with Cat Eccleston and yeah, Bill Day. The joint album release with myself and Cat. I don't even know how to, where to start on that because that was. We could say what Cat said that it was beyond wonderful. It was beyond wonderful. I. I think it might be the best performance I was ever a part of. But, uh, you know, I don't, I don't know if I can say that for sure. But, because, you know, I'm Mr. Memory Guy. I remember each and every performance I've ever done with, with great detail. It was... It was pretty good. Thing. As an audience member, it was really a splendid experience. Yeah. Because, first of all, it was a joining together of a lot of people that knew the significance of victory music and, and the antique sandwich and the antique sandwich so chris uh lunn was emceeing and i think that the knowledge that we would be having this iconic night brought a lot of people who were important to us and yeah. and of course uh family members were there yeah. it, it was just a an ethereal feeling. Yeah, it was very otherworldly feeling. I thought I was going to die <laughs> the whole time, like for the couple of weeks leading. And when I was at La Push, I remember thinking, God, how do you live through something like that? There's all these, <laughs> all these emotional filaments, you know, all coming together in this one place that's also its own emotional. How do you contain all that, that emotional information in one thing I just and so by the time we were there I was just like I just if I if, if I don't start playing music soon I'm, I'm gonna blow up I thought I would just you know there would be I was gonna explode so it was good when I when we started because then I was able to reoccupy my body and uh, be a human being my but I was I was halfway out the door by the time that started so it was it was a good night the cat was so good. 
You both were so and good. Cat's album is so good. One of the things I loved was that people were audibly going sign or saying wow at the end of songs mm. and um, David Pulesky was there the the artist who did the front cover art for the album the marvelous he was sitting right David down Pulesky in the spit zone right by me right by you that was cool I was so glad he was there I also love that Alice uh, your daughter Alice yeah was saying, why am I so nervous in, in before the show? <laughs> and I said, because you're afraid that there'll be not enough people, too many people, uh, that things won't go well, and the, all the things that I always think, because that whole time I was nervous because... You thought there'd be too many people. We thought there might be too many people. Yeah. But as it turned out, there was, I think it was filled to capacity, but not too many people. And it just, it just had the feeling of, of extreme excitement and joy, because I, everybody at the end of songs would just explode into applause and whoops and hollers. It was just um, like everybody was feeling the joy of life. That's my summation of it. Cool. Well, that's good. I like hearing that perspective because you know, mine was too clotted with stupidity in my own head to, <laughs> to really get a clear read on what other people's experience was. So. And in addition, it was my birthday. Yes, it was Diane's birthday. So I had wanted it to be that day because when Bill had had thought maybe we could do, Kat and I could do a joint album release, I was saying it could be on my birthday because I always like to have my birthday parties uh whether they're intimate or expanded, be with Kat and yeah. John because they're um, two of our best friends. So yeah, true that. And so it was, it was the most splendid birthday party one could wish for a birthday. Yeah. So if any of you were there, thank you for coming. Was, it was splendid. It uh, yeah. That's like that's like. Uh, nuclear fuel you know it's like you get enlivened by that i mean you know one of those in a lifetime is pretty good but i've had more than one of those in my lifetime so it's been good so moving on then from that i had i w went on my annual rock strip with uh, five friends from whitworth college and associates that would be Ray Rob Bob 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 Robertson, Timothy Mr. V Vernon, Alan the Big Guy, Hicks, Badly Sten Bubba, and Paul Julik. Doesn't Paul have a nickname? I guess not. I guess not. What about you? Do you have a nickname? Po Chang. Okay. No, I'm Billy. Just, just Billy. You have to make one up for Paul. That's just. That's true. And what about That's Brad? True. Did you say Brad? Well, badly. 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 I'm not sure if Badly really likes that nickname or not, but he's kind of stuck with it. <laughs> so, anyway. <laughs> so that was fun. We were up at Patterson Lake Cabins, uh, up in the Menow, and uh, got in luxurious surroundings. It's fairly, fairly. Uh, not roughing it anymore. Not roughing it. It's like a four-bedroom 
cabin with a sleeping loft and you know you can sleep like 11 people there or something like that and there's six of us and because Ray works for Sun Mountain we got not only the off-season rate but the employee discount so it was pretty amazing and we got to go and see Karen and Gilles perform in uh, Winthrop they were playing at the Winthrop Cider House on Saturday nights we went and caught a set of Karen and Gilles music which was great to see those two again and we just had a, a wonderful encounter as we always do but, you know, what happens at the rocks stays at the rocks, kind of a thing. But it's great to see these guys that I've known since I was, you know, like 20 years old. It's pretty amazing. Yeah. And it's kind of an amazing uh, comment about life that as your body parts start hurting more that we desire more luxury. Yeah. <laughs> than but, the... you know, we went out for day hikes and stuff like yeah. that. But we're not, we're not conquering peaks and sleeping on boulders and, you know, stuff like that so much anymore. But that's all right. I mean, that's it's the always, natural... Yeah, it's always been more about the fellowship than it has been yeah. about the, the achievement. Although that was probably a bigger part of it when we were younger. And immediately upon your return... Immediately. Like the next day. The Richard Thompson concert. Yeah, we went and saw Richard Thompson. He was playing at the Edmonds Center for the Arts. Uh, we met Cindy an old friend of yours. and Carl yeah. Clark. Yeah, for dinner at for the... For dinner... The Chantrelle. Yes. In Edmonds, and that was great. It was great to meet those folks who were very key, and Cindy, at least, was very key in your uh, finding of your tribe in life. Which That's I, right. Yeah. They seem like pretty fun people. They are very fun people. And the Richard Thompson concert was unbelievable. And it had a opening. Had an opening act, uh, Eliza Gilkison. I had heard music of for, you know, 30 years, but had never really delved into it much. Just knew that she was a presence and had been a touring musician for a long time. And she did a wonderful opening set. And you'll, we're going to feature Eliza Gilkison coming up uh, at the end of today's show to clear, you know. <laughs> Don't even say it. Okay. It's already cleared from my head. <laughs> no. Cindy had uh, originally uh, been commenting that it wasn't that important to get it, get to the concert early because uh, there was an opening act, but I told her the opening act is great. Yeah. So I was a little concerned at first that she would like the music that she loved it to. Yeah. Um, but apparently uh, there had been an opening act for a Richard Thompson concert that they had attended that was really oh not very good not good at one point so and i've been to some concerts where you just feel like oh god i have to sit through this but and then there are other delightful surprises so it's it's always kind of a gamble for the opening act yeah true that so that was a good night that was a good night and then we had uh, the following Thursday, I played again. I, I, oh. I have one more. I have another well, comment. Up. Just, you don't have to act like, you know, I was trying to shut you down or nothing. No, I, just, I know, but you're, you know, you're going on, on to the, I you're moving, moving on. on. Well, you know. I just wanted to say that for some reason this time, I was much more conscious of Richard Thompson's hands just moving so fast and independently of each other. And I was just like, how does he do that? I know. I don't know how he does that because there's a lot of it. I mean, 
The chord progressions in his songs are set, but what he does during these improvisational guitar breaks, and it's just him and his acoustic guitar, uh, I think is different every night. Although it's in the same neighborhood, but he's, you know, it's always got uh, another variation on what he does, and it's just, I, I have no idea how he keeps track of all that stuff and sings the songs, too. And my other comment is that he played a lot of my favorite songs ever by him, Beeswing and Walking on the Wire and uh, Vincent Black Lightning. Black Lightning yeah. Yeah. But he also played some songs that I was not as familiar with and the yeah, opening a of old, number. A couple of old Fairport songs. Yeah, and uh, the, one of the, the notable ones for me was his opening number, which was Stony Ground, mm -hmm. which I don't remember ever hearing. And the way that he did it was so uh, startling because he was kind of uh, I, uh, stomping uh, with one foot while he was to almost provide this percuss percussive feeling to that number. And I just was blown away by that song. And I never remember hearing it before. And maybe I have, but just... Anyway, that, yeah. those are my comments. Yeah. He played a couple of tunes from his latest album, which is called 13 Rivers, also. So it was a, an amazing. It was like, you know, it's one of those nights where you watch the concert and you're like, okay, I'm time for me to retire. No. From the music business because, you know. Anyway. And we had many friends there, too. It was fun. Yeah, Mike Buckman, Mike Buckman and, and Mira Juggins Kelly and Murphy Kelly. were behind us just a couple of rows and it was pretty it was like old home week it was it was fun and i got to play again with kelly at the cmp coffee company uh first thursday of the month got another one of those coming up on december 5th thursday night there'll be myself and amy reed again at the uh, cmp coffee company and then i got to that the saturday after the thursday we were out on vashon with john and cat for the day i got to play at the uh, Vashon Saturday Market, uh, which was fun. My comment about the Saturday markets is, man, those are, it's really, I'm sure there are ones that are in Edmonds and uh, Shoreline that also, we have not really attended those as much. I have gone to the Edmonds before, but the farmer's markets are so incredible because you can see what these crafters are doing um, there's lots of great food and vegetables and all that, but there are also booths with really wonderful crafts. Yeah. And of course, John Daly, um, our dear friend, is doing uh, leather works, and I've spoken before about this beautiful purse that I, one of a kind purse yeah. that I had. He's, he's just doing amazing him. work. He's just doing amazing work. And. Um, love to look at his stuff. There was this woman, uh, this year's point of interest to me was a, a woman, and I guess she has a partner who does this too, but just met the woman who does stone work, like lamps with stones that are stacked like, like cairns, yeah. and, uh, and also makes vases from the rocks and just the natural beauty of the rocks is so incredible. Yeah, she does all the polishing and cutting and drilling and stuff like that. And it's, a, you know, I imagine it's a pretty labor-intensive process, but they're just so beautifully made. 
or or rendered. I don't know. What do you do to a when, rock? You whenever I go stuff. out, I always plan to to spend some money yeah. at the farmer's market because I feel like I, you know, in my small way, I always want to help the arts, and I always I've felt that way for most of my adult life. I wanted to support the arts. So this is one of the ways you can do it is by just, you know, you can't buy everything because you haven't got enough money, but you could say, I'm going to spend some money. We resisted the, so. the eight inch cinnamon rolls. You know? Oh my there God, were those were huge. Were like, you know, the, the size of a plate, a dinner plate, you know, they were just mammoth. And I was just like, man, I could, Eat on that for a that'd be dessert for a week. If you take it home, it's like a cake. Yeah. You'd cut off a cut a slice and just have a. But slice. I had a spinach feta croissant that mm. was incredible from the Vashon Island Bakery. True that. Oh, I had yeah. a couple of bites. The other comment I have about that is, um, it was kind of an awkward placement for the music. It it had changed and it was not ideal, but uh, the children. Were always that was the first thing when, when they're they'd be walking in with their parents. Immediately the kids' heads would swivel towards the music, mm. and I was thinking, and the babies particularly, they were just glued to your playing. I don't know if you noticed because you were playing, you yeah. know. Yeah. But I just thought, how interesting it is that children have that magnetism towards music. I know I did, but I never lost it either. So. Yeah, me too. Yeah, that was it. Was fun. It was nice to just play because uh, I knew it was going to be kind of a chaotic, cacophonous kind of yeah. thing and stuff like that. But I just I, I I wasn't concerned about it. I just felt like I was pretty relaxed. And it, the only problem I think is I didn't have anything to eat because I think the yeah. second the second set I was running out of gas. I could kind of feel my body kind of needed needed fuel. You became floaty doty. I became floaty doty. That's right. Yes, I felt very floaty-doaty afterwards, and then we went and got something to eat, and then I once again returned to the body and uh, felt okay. Then we had a great conversation with John that afternoon while we were waiting, because Kat had to work for at, at Kronos for some a few hours, and so we got together for tea with, with John and just got to sit, because, you know, I, I seldom get a chance to talk to John. Yeah, I mean, about anything in depth yeah. and get his, get his perspective on things, you know. I, most of what I hear from Kat and John is secondhand for, through you because when I see them, we're performing. And so it's That's like right. there's a whole other frame of reference there. And uh, so yeah. it was nice to get some time with John to just kind of see how he's doing and stuff like that. Anyway. And then have dinner with Kat, yeah, and, Kat and John dinner, after. And dinner with Kat and John after. So, so that's what we've been doing. Yeah. So it's not like we've just, just been laying around eating bonbons and, you know, I, and uh, flaking I was, out. And, I was quite interested that Alice was saying, you guys do more stuff than anybody I know. Yeah, I know. It seems <laughs> odd to me because I'm always thinking, yeah, geez, I'm, I feel like I'm a hermit sometimes. Yeah. You know, I kind of hold up here at the house. and then But then my daughter seems to think that we're quite social. <laughs> And we go to a lot of events and stuff like that, and I guess we do. Yeah, it's just... More than half of them are events that are, you know, my events, but they're events, so we get to see people. That's a cool thing. Well, I think that that's enough. I mean, we've probably rattled on for a bit. Have we rattled on for a bit? How long has it yeah. actually been? I don't know. Oh, no, I forgot to turn it on. 
Just kidding. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> that has happened before, folks. But anyway, uh, one of the things that Eliza Gilkison was talking about was this album of hers called Secularia. Do you remember some of the things that she was saying? Because you might be able to articulate it better than I can. You don't remember. Well, she was talking about the idea is secular hymns, I think, of some sort. Oh, I did remember that. Um, and I thought, well, what an interesting idea. And she said she'd been writing the songs for this album that went on this album over a long number of years, and she decided to collect them all onto a single album. So the album is called Secularia. Now, there's a lot of Eliza Gilkison music available, and you could probably start anywhere and find great stuff. Uh, but after hearing her performance just solo with her and her guitar, I thought, well, let's start with Secularia, just because the idea okay. intrigued me so much. It did intrigue me as yeah. well. So we've been listening to that recording, and the first two songs on that album are pretty emblematic of what she was talking about and what she's after on this album, and it's really quite good. Uh, I can't wait to listen to it some more. So... A couple of songs from Eliza Gilkison, Solitary Singer and Lifelines are the two songs. And thank you for your patience. <laughs> we'll try not to do that again for, unless <laughs> life gets, you know, big again. And there's not room for this, which sometimes happens. <laughs> Dark comes down like a bird in flight Most good people have gone to rest But us poor fools who wake at night When we're lonely we sing our best Listen and hark out in the dark A mockingbird in his throat on a high sweet note nobody knows he's there but me he sings his best when nobody's listening nobody's listening Comes on like a heron's wing. Honeysuckle is in the air. That's when I like to sit and sing. Nobody listens, but I don't care. Out in the swamp, by Sings her best when nobody's listening. 
Center cannot hold. This is somebody else's dream. Out of the nighttime, lifelines glow in the dark. Order falls apart. Nothing. Is as it seems, and all of the like minds reel from this blow to the heart. Turn to each other on the night of the supermoon. There was nowhere left to run. It's time to do or die. Time for grieving. Time for saying goodbye. Time for leaving the lands of the beautiful lie. As we gaze into the future. On the night of the soul. 